0: Hello, everybody, and good evening. My name is Nancy K. I I'm a grateful abstaining compulsive overeater. I have been in the program since 1975, in and around, in and out. But I am currently maintaining an a eight-year abstinence. I have released 93 pounds, and I'm working on the rest of it. Is much as I can. Um, The first time I can remember eating compulsively, I was four years old. I was angry and alone. My grandmother and my mother had gone to town and left me with grandpa. Grandpa had turned on the electronic babysitter and left left for the garage. So I was there. I wasn't unsupervised, but nobody was around. And uh, in the middle of my grandmother's big dining room table, there was all of these yellow things. And I got up there, and I ate so many that I was so sick to this day. I can't look or smell those things and not get nauseous. And it just went on from there. I have always turned to food, always. It has always was my solace, it was my friend, it was uh, the comfort, it was the celebration, it was everything, it was anything and everything that I needed it to be. Because I was not the nicest person to be around because I was self-centered and selfish and wanted things my way. And I was the type of kid that if you weren't going to do it my way, I'm taking my ball and going home. So it wasn't all, you know, I tried to be nice, but it seemed like to me that everybody was always against me. And of course that wasn't true, but I was the daughter of the superintendent of the Sunday school. I, I had... 14 years perfect attendance at Sunday school because mom was the superintendent. I rebelled against that. And when I came to the program in 1975, I turned my back on my religion, but I kept my God for a long time. And uh, some things happened in 2013, I got along the way. I got married. I have two sons. They are 41 and 42. I have five beautiful grandchildren. I have three stepsons, and I have five beautiful grand great stepchildren from them as well. I had a career in health in healthcare education. I was a corporate trainer for Kaiser Permanente and Aetna and Prudential, and a couple others. Um, I also was an environmental consultant for a while. So I had a, a good background of having to be in places where I had to be with clients and we had to go for food and we had, you know, the whole shot. And I had to learn to eat like a lady because I couldn't eat when I was around people. I had to be careful. And that, of course, set set me up for this dep- deprivation thing. That I couldn't wait to get away from everybody so I could eat something because I was hungry. And of course, that was all bogus. You know, you're, I was never I didn't know about hunger until I started to abstain. Then I knew about hunger. But when I started my abstinence, I was just crazy about my abstinence because at that time it was gray sheet. And I was crazy I was as crazy about my accidents as I had been about the eating. And I lost hundred and eighty-three pounds in about eighteen months. The hips looking cool, doing everything right. I met this man, we got married, I had kids, and gradually started to put the weight back on. I was in and out of program for a long time. And in two thousand thirteen, uh My husband passed away, my mother was diagnosed with a fatal illness, which took her several months later, and I couldn't get my mom on the ground before they told me that my job had been eliminated. Everything that identified who I was, or who I had identified as who I was, was taken away. And I spent the next three months sitting in a dark room, eating and playing video games because I had absolutely no idea what to do now. And uh, a little friend of mine, who we had been in and out of program together for a very long time, kicked me in the behind and said, you have to take me to this meeting. And I said, I don't have to do anything. She said, you have to take me to this meeting. And this gal was there, and I had known her for a long time. And she talked about reinventing her life. It got to a point where she had to reinvent her life, and it was like the light went on. So I started my abstinence, and I started reinventing my life. I started working steps for the very first time, working the program the way it's supposed to be worked. I never had time to do it before, or I convinced myself I didn't. When I had a sponsor and my sponsor said, do something, I did it. But I never really looked at the books. And I, I only read what I had to get by. I did what I had to do. I was taken through the the first the first time I did it, uh, a four-step. I was taken through the, the AA Big Book. And my sponsor did it the way her sponsor had done it for her. It was very concise, and and when when I finished reading it to her, then we went went and we made the list of people I had harmed, and on and on and on. And that afternoon I was finished. I just had to make my amends, and I made those amends over the next week or so. And I never cracked the book after that for for a long time. I. After I I divorced my husband and I went back to school and got my degree. And then I decided, then I went into healthcare. I had been in other places before, but then I went into healthcare and it was a different experience than I had had before because now I had to not only be concerned about what I eat, but I had to watch out because people were watching you all the time. That see, you know, Eating in private or hiding stuff in the closet and eating in the closet, but it never bothered me. Because I got the fix. I got what I needed. And then this moment of truth came. And I was so, when all of these things came down in 2013, I was so angry at God, I threw him away. And I just, I just knew he had forsaken me, and I just took it out on him, me, and whoever else was around. When I got back in the program, the first thing that my new sponsor said to me was, you have to write a want ad for a I did, you don't want your other one. So I did that. I was very selfish about it, but I did it. And uh, I called this new God my God. The other one was just God, but this was my God. Now, And then I started to actually read the books and write on a daily basis and turn my food in and do the things that you're supposed to do when you work the program. And damn, it worked. My goodness. I started to lose weight. I started to feel better. My sponsor has helped me get rid of resentments that I had held on to for years. I had a big one about my dad only because I never could be the person that he wanted me to be. And I resented the fact that he put me in a situation to do that. And I ate a lot behind that. And today I can say that that resentment is gone. I don't have that one anymore. I'm not going to say I'm completely free of resentments because... I'm not, but they are not anywhere nearly as consuming as they have been in my past. I can usually get rid of a a good resentment in a couple of weeks. (laughs) It takes a while because I have to work on it. I have to chew it. I have to work on it back and forth and decide which is going to be better. And, of course, it's always better to do it the way my sponsor says, but I want to do it, and I have to kick it around and do it my way. eventually end up doing exactly what my sponsor told me to do. And that always comes out right. And sometimes that really bothers me that she's always right. But she is. So I just have to accept that. But the other side of this, as I've been working the program and this last eight years when I've been reading and writing every day and and keeping up with everything, I have found this new thing. It's called happiness. And I don't look in the mirror and hate that person that looks back at me anymore. It says in the promises, you're going to find a new freedom and a new happiness. And I found that. I used to hate to be alone. I never wanted to be alone. It was so hard to be alone because I didn't like me. And sitting at home, sitting alone with me was not wonderful. But guess what? When you do the steps and you work your program and you pray and you do the things that you're told to do, this amazing thing happens. You get introduced to yourself and you find out that you're not a terrible person at all. And I don't mind being alone at all anymore. As a matter of fact, I kind of enjoy it. I live in a big house. My mother's, I inherited my mother's house after she passed away. My youngest son and his two children were living here with his wife, and I moved into where my mom had been. And uh, my youngest granddaughter, my youngest, my only granddaughter was two months old when I moved in here. She was born in February, and I I moved in in May. And I watched that child grow up. I was so busy earning a living, and because I had been the major breadwinner in my family, Even when I was married, I was the breadwinner, but that didn't matter. I had never gotten to do that going to the, you know, taking the kids to school for the first time and being there for the first day of school. And I got to do that with my grandkids. And they come in here and they sit down and talk to me. We have a relationship. That was something I never thought could happen. You know, my grandmother was a neat lady. I got to know her as an adult because I live in Southern California after the 1971 earthquake and it, it brought down all the freeways. I was in school and had a full-time job. I had I moved in with my grandparents because I, that was the only way I could get back and forth to work. And I got to know my grandparents as an I was an adult and I got to know them as adults. That was a unique experience. But this, these kids are growing up with this crazy Grammy in here, and they have let me know in no uncertain terms that I'm not a crazy Grammy and that they love me very much, but sometimes I do things a little strange and they know that, that's okay. What I am trying to express is that working the 12 steps of this program has given me a life I never had a right to even think about. I'm happier than I've ever been. I can do things, and I'm a, my, my mobility is shot, guys. I don't have knees anymore. It's very difficult. A scooter, it's hard for me to get around, but I do it. I make it work for me. I never would have had the courage to do some of the things that I have done in my life before, but. I ask my higher power for guidance. I listen to the voices because that little voice inside that tells you what's right and wrong, and all of you know what I'm talking about, that little voice that when you're going to do something, that little voice says, no, this is not a great idea. And then you argue with that voice for a while and finally give in. And sometimes it's as much as six months later, you have to go back and say, yeah, you were right. It wasn't a good idea. But what I learned, I've learned to trust myself. I've learned to turn my life and will over to the care of God as I understand him. I've learned to put one foot in front of the other and do the very best I can do on a day-to-day basis. And I love my life. Have five more minutes. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I turned 73 not long ago a couple of weeks ago, the end of October. And I look back over my life, and I think the only thing that I would have done differently is I probably wouldn't have left the program as often as I did because I was in and out. I I didn't want to hear what you guys had to say, especially if you were saying something that I didn't want to hear. But the bottom line is I have never in my life been happier than I am today. And I credit that to the 12 steps my sponsor, and my God, and the fellowship. Without you guys, there isn't a program. And with that, my dears, I will say thanks for letting me share.